The Q Morning Crew on Q108. What would you control with your mind? One object. You get one object to control. What would it be? 931-431-4108. We bring this up because Elon is now putting in chips in people's brains with Neuralink. It's happening. Yes, and you had said that it's supposed to, you know, help like quadriplegics regain control of their limbs, but also apparently you could like control electronics with it as well. That's it's it's crazy to think about that that could even be possible. If you went back to young Kyle when he was playing on his Game Boy, the one that didn't even have a light on it, so when the sun went down, you couldn't see it when you're in the car anymore. That, hey, one day they're going to be putting chips in people's brains that will allow you to control electronics. I'd have been like, sign me up. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like some X-Men powers that I want. You wonder how this could change the world moving forward. But when it got us thinking about if you could control one object with your mind, what would it be? Would love to control other cars, but in a very gentle way, like, oh, you're tailgating me? Gonna back you off just a little bit. Oh, you're about to collide with that bunny running across the street? No, no, I don't think so. That is a terrible idea. How is it terrible? No, it's I'm gonna do it gently. I'm not gonna force, you know, I'm not gonna like make you stop unexpectedly. Tiffany? What? If you do this, then other people are gonna want to do this. And do you know how many road rage incidents there are in this country? Can you just imagine you cut somebody off and next thing you know, it's like, well, I hope you like Gary the guardrail. Boom. Right into him. Oh, no. Think of Gary. This is a great idea. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the person that's tailgating me every morning on Highway 48. (laughs) I'm just saying, like. You know, when you do in the speed limit, come on. It's one of those where if it was used responsibly, awesome. Yes. Not everybody's going to use that power responsibly, Tiffany. Well, that's on them, Kyle. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Okay, what would you do? Oh, I always like making my life easier for things. And I'm all about eliminating wasted motion. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. Like if you ever played sports, especially like in basketball, when they're teaching you how to shoot a ball, they tell you a lot about you don't want a lot of wasted motion Reserve in your, your shot. energy, yes. Not yeah, I mean, kind of reserving energy, but also just you don't want to do too much. You just kind of want a nice quick release, right? So I like to cut down on wasted motion. I would operate my toilet. That seems like the worst answer. Well, as a father, first of all, there's no more having to like turn around, hit the button, stand up. Oh my up. goodness. You're Really? You're worried about turning around? Yes. Again, wasted <sighs> motion. I can just get done with my business and go. Also, I live in a house with small children and small children do forget to flush sometimes so it'd be nice if one of my children were to leave the bathroom i wouldn't have to get up to go do it i could just be like oh hey brain chip and i don't have to go in there and experience the disgustingness see it works that makes sense with the kids yes Yeah, yeah Look, the, the, the me not but, having... But for yourself, I mean, you know... That's just an added bonus. You know, yeah, you could just turn around. <laughs> yes, I could. I'm not <laughs> saying I could. Again, you could also just do a little tap on the brakes to let people know that, hey, you're too close, but you want to control other people's cars. Gently. 
<laughs> Gently is the key to this. On the Q108 Facebook page, Rosalie says she would control the washer and dryer because she could just do it in her sleep. That's Wouldn't a that good be call. nice. That's nice. Yeah, I thought about like my dishwasher mm-hmm. as well. Thought about that too. Yeah. Loading and unloading and, and just letting it do its thing so you never have to do anything. My wife actually can control the dishwasher. All she has to do is just tell me to do the dishes and I go and do it. It's perfect. Yeah. Justin would like to control his mouth. Hmm. I mean, you have that ability now. <laughs> Beck would love to control his noisy neighbors. Oh, well, your neighbors yeah. aren't objects. <laughs> Megan would like to control her own mind. You- Megan, you're in the Matrix. You can control it. Neo and Trinity are about to wake you up. Right. And JT says uh, he wants to control his bank account balance. That is the best answer. That is a game changer right there. (laughs) If you could change your bank account balance, I mean, what else do you really need? I mean, just go join Wall Street. They do that all the time. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Maybe I could change my answer where I could control the uh, Wall Street algorithm. It's much better than your toilet. Oh, yeah, 100%. We're all getting rich if I can do that only problem is remember in the movie uh bruce almighty remember when he starts answering the emails people's prayers and he just gets overloaded and overwhelmed with them and he just clicks yes on everything and everybody wins the lottery and they're all just like rioting because like i won like 20 bucks that's what i would do to wall street (laughs) i'd crash our economy so quick the Q Morning Crew on Q108. How middle-aged are you? If you've ever wondered if your brain matches your age, a few simple questions will answer that for you. And since Kyle loves to use the lingo of generations that are, let's say, behind him, we're going to put Kyle to the test. Yeah, no cap, fam. And uh, then you and can play along. Are you ready, Kyle, to reveal whether you're middle-aged? 100. Let's go. <laughs> You can't sleep past 9 a.m. Is that true or false? Can? Yes. However, I have children that make it impossible. So true. I cannot sleep past 9 a.m. You can't start a movie past 9 (laughs) p.m. I work in morning radio. True. This one, uh, your kids are probably too young for this. You call your kids for tech support. False. My dad still calls me for tech support. You used to fix typos with whiteout. <laughs> Are you saying I've never spelled perfectly? Uh, that is true. I've used that. You've called a 30-year-old a kid. False. Okay. You swap ailment stories with your friends. <laughs> oh, my back hurts already. Yeah, it's true. You write appointments on a paper calendar. Ha! You should know of all people how unorganized I am with that. That is false. <laughs> appointments? What does that what? mean? What, what is that word? What's a calendar? All right, Kyle, you're not quite sure how you got that bruise. If you were asking this question to my wife, or I think any woman, that's true. But for me, no, I know how I get my bruises. That's false. You gain weight just by being near true, food. True, it's true, already <laughs> true. You go into the bank to make a deposit. 
false. I have not once stepped foot in a bank uh, other than opening a checking account. And then you've never seen them since. Correct. Uh, you've taken a keen interest in bunions and corns. <laughs> no, false. It's so gross. Ew. You've dialed a rotary phone. Oh, that's true. I have. The, mm. the, 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 the church that I used to play basketball at when I was a kid had a rotary phone. And I was just amazed by it being like, wait a minute, these still exist? And I actually, yeah, so yeah, I have. You still have a landline. False. You can't find your glasses that are sitting true. on the top of your true. head. Just true. I hate it so much. True. Kyle, you are middle-aged. No! Yes! Oh, no! <laughs> oh. I'm sorry to break it to you, Kyle. Well, this has already turned into the most depressing day ever. <laughs> the Q Morning Crew on Q108. It has begun. Oh? Who knows how this will change the world moving forward, but Elon Musk announced that his human tech startup, Neuralink, has inserted a chip implant into the brain of its first human test subject. They had the chip surgically implanted on Sunday, recovering well, and Musk says initial results show promising neuron spike detection. Oh, okay. Um... I'm really confused by people, <laughs> honestly. So when I believe there was a company over in Sweden that was like installing little chips in uh, in like employees wrists and stuff. So that way they could like go to like the snack machine and, you know, buy stuff. It was linked to your credit card. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd rather use cash. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, and like people were freaking out being like, that's the mark of the beast. Wow. That's what they're doing. Wow. Then well, don't even yeah. get me started on the, the, the jabs that people were like, it's all going to control our brain and we're going to get powers. <laughs> but Elon is literally putting chips in people's brains and no yep. one is freaking out about this. If. It is doing good. If it works, then, hey, you know, that would be great. If, you know, because he is, um, last month the company said it was looking for quadriplegics uh-huh. to participate in the human trials. And it's about changing their lives. So if it can, that would be amazing would and be a huge. step in the right direction. And again, be- I am, sorry, I apologize. I'm not like poo-pooing on that. That's great. I agree with you. Yes. Fingers crossed that that's what this will be used for and that it will change lives. Yes. But it's the thought of what could happen with it that's just a little... Exactly. Exactly. Imagine somebody hacks into your neurochip. (laughs) You know? Like... These hackers these days, next thing, you know, one, one, at one point you're at Five Guys Burgers and Fries just ordering something. Next thing you know, you're robbing a bank because somebody hacked into your neurochip. Oh, no. Oh, no. It'd be terrible. Well, either way, Elon took himself a little victory lap the other day, as he is one to do. And this is what would scare me. I feel like Elon is one of those guys that starts projects mm. and then does, like, the first rollout. And just goes like, okay, good enough for me. Let's do the next thing now. And it's like <laughs> moving on to the next thing. You, you still need to fix the cyber truck, though. <laughs> like, no, no, we're on to chips. We're doing chips. Well, uh, Elon took a little victory lap the other day. He held uh, he held a press conference as he is one to do, 
And we have some of the highlights here. As oh, he good. is, yeah, as he is uh, uh, taking his victory lap on inserting a Neuralink chip into somebody's brain. Things are going totally normal, by the way. Just take it from right. Elon. Listen here. Yes, hello. Uh, th- thanks for coming. And, and I, Elon Musk, want to announce that we have inserted a Neuralink implant chip into the first human brain. First human brain. Yeah. And I will now open the floor to any questions you may have for him. Yes, go ahead. Yes, how do you feel, sir? I feel great. You know what else is great? A Tesla. I cannot wait to drive a Tesla. <laughs> Tesla is great. See? He's doing great. Doing great. Well, are there any side effects to... Driving the new Cybertruck? Yes, pure joy. <laughs> you will feel pure joy if you drive a Cybertruck. Attaboy. Yeah. Sir, it kind of seems like... Twitter is now X, and it is vastly improved. X. Log on to X, <laughs> not Twitter. When you're right, you're right. Yep. No more questions. Cybertruck. Tesla. Starlink. X. <laughs> working fantastic (laughs) (laughs) the q morning crew on q108 your heart will stop when your pet goes missing but there is a happy ending here jenny started looking frantically for her 16 year old little dog when he got out he got out through this gate that was slightly open so she's freaking out there's snow he's got a heart condition you fear the worst So she went on social media putting the word out to look for this dog who's partially blind and walks with a limp. She gets a text from the neighborhood bar with a picture saying, if this is your dog, it's at Fink's. (laughs) The dog looked very happy in the picture. He looks to be smiling. He's surrounded by women. (laughs) Wow. She says, old man breaks free and goes to bars. So they took really good care of him and he was pretty popular at Fink's. Yeah, I was going to say... Old man breaking out and going to a bar does not seem like that big of a stretch of a story, honestly. <laughs> Seems like every other day. <laughs> That's good. Yes, yes. It's it's one of those happy ending stories. Yes, I've I've experienced before losing a dog <gasps> and your heart just sinks. It's it really does when when you don't know. Even if it's just for five minutes yeah. or heaven forbid longer. Yeah, it's a terrible feeling. Well, that's one of the nerve-wracking things that I had when I when I got here. This is the first time I've ever lived in a house that does not have a fenced-in backyard. It's just open. Uh, and it's a new concept to me how many open backyards we have in yeah. this in the city. So you didn't leash your dog, you would just let your dog run out. Well, yeah, cuz we that- also had like a dog door so they can just go in and out. Whenever okay. they need to go do their business, whatever they needed to go well, and that's do. that's convenient. Very convenient. Now, like, you actually have to let them out. You got to have them on a leash, and it's a lot more work. It's fine, but just my heart sinks every time, like, my dogs go out, and I see them kind of duck around the corner. I'm like, oh, my gosh, please don't. Please don't run out to 41A. Yes. <laughs> like, like, please don't do that. Well, I'm glad that they found the dog. And the, the other good thing is the fact that the dog was at the, the bar. Now the owners and the dogs can share beer together. Of course. Well, you do know that they have a new beer out there on the market right now, right, Tiffany? Which beer? You haven't heard? No, I haven't heard about this. Got the commercial right here for you. There's only one beer that's delicious, crisp, and fit for man's best friend, and that's Pupweiser. (laughs) Yep, this beer is so tasty, your dog will run away from home just to get a taste of it. This tasty doggy brew goes past your dog's fur down its gullet and has it feeling good all day long. My dog loves Pupweiser, right, buddy? 
<laughs> yeah, he's a real party animal. He spends a lot of time drinking Pupweiser and hitting on other dogs that are pretty unattractive. <laughs> Looks like somebody's got beer goggles, right, buddy? <laughs> Okay, please don't throw up on the carpet again. So reach for the beer that your beer-loving dog will lap up like nobody's business. Pupweiser, please drink responsibly. That's a good boy. <laughs> well, I know what I'm getting my dogs for the Super Bowl party. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Imagine making your life harder by no longer being able to use your front door. What would possess somebody to all of a sudden go, nope. Can't use it anymore for the next few months. That's pretty much it. <laughs> un, un, unreal uh, what, what, what we deal with here. Uh, Tiffany, yes. what, would, what would make somebody not want to use their front door anymore? That would be the miracle of life, Kyle. Uh, oh, okay. It's that time of year. You may remember last spring when I posted some pictures and video of six baby birds being born on our front porch. It was incredible how they created a nest in a faux plant from Hobby Lobby that was hanging on our porch. This wasn't even a real plant and it was incredible to see. So we noticed over the weekend two birds flapping around the front porch and I said, oh, it's that time of year. I think that they're looking for a place to have babies. And so went out yesterday to the Dollar General to buy a cheap planter because the other one was no longer there. And we put it up and we're getting very excited that we're going to put in some twigs and some dried grass so they can make a nest. Then we realized last night, as we're watching The Greatest Night in Pop, they've already made a nest in another faux plant that we got from Dollar General that we just stuck up on a nail last year. This is even smaller. I don't know how they're going to do it. But we noticed that the birds had already started creating a nest there. So this morning, it's pitch dark out when I come to work here. And so I'm walking out. I said, oh, I wonder if the birds are already there. I took my flashlight on my phone. Yes, the bird was already there. So I realized, oh, I got to be quiet. And I can never use the front door now until these babies are born. Why? Okay. And leave the nest. Because I'm not going to disturb them. Is the plant blocking the door? No, it's right next to the door. But I'm not going to be scaring the the mama and and the little babies. I don't want to be scaring them when I'm coming in and out. So I'm, I'm going to use the back door but and give them some room and some space. But you've been using the front door while they've been getting it on on your front porch. I don't think that they got it on on the front porch. I think that they that probably happened somewhere else. Or she laid eggs or she's about to, or she's in the process of laying her eggs right now. I don't. But this is this this is her sacred space. Can't you it's just? It's a beautiful thing, and it's time to give her some room. It really was incredible to see last year this whole process. Can't you just move the plant like a no. little bit further from your door? No. What? No, I'm not. I'm not touching it. This is once the process has started. Give them space. Leave them alone. Or you can just start charging these birds rent. No. <laughs> they are inconveniencing you. They Not are at disrupting all. your human life now. Not at all. I am honored that they felt that my porch was safe enough that they could have some more babies. So I'm just going to use the back door. 
give them some space. Can't wait. I, I can't wait to see the babies again, Kyle. Six of them. Six were born last spring, and they all survived. And it was crazy to see them all fly away when they actually grew wings and the point where they start flying away one at a time. It was so moving. This is how it starts. You start off with, I don't want to disturb them. So I'll just, you know, I'll just go ahead and, and use the back door from now on. I, yes. I won't ever use my front door anymore. No, starts not off during the, the process. It starts off that way. Next thing you know, they're going to be moving into your actual bedroom. You and David are going to be <gasps> sleeping on the couch. Wouldn't that be so nice? You're an insane person. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. One of the biggest events ever in music is documented right now on Netflix. It's called The Greatest Night in Pop. And this is the story behind the recording of the song We Are the World. It was unprecedented how many artists from all different genres of music were able to get together in one room all at once. They didn't record their parts separately. They recorded this all in one night in one room and have been so looking forward to seeing this because now you're finally seeing how they pulled all of this off and the drama that was going on behind the scenes. For instance, even though he wrote the song quickly with Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson, who is the most prevalent voice in the song, at first didn't want to sing on it. So here's uh, Quincy Jones, the producer. First, Michael didn't want to sing or be on the video. He thought it was overexposure at first. I talked Michael into being on the date, you know. That would have been one of the biggest mistakes in his career if he hadn't showed up. We are the world. But uh, he was there, man. We are the children. He was more than there. We are the ones who make a brighter day. So let's start giving. How does it sound? Sounds great, man. All right, so you have been very, 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 very much looking forward to this movie. Yes. I, I think you've brought it up at least two or three times a week. So excited to yes. see that they were coming out with this on Netflix. And see, I don't. I don't understand all of the how big it was because that was a little bit before, you know, my right. my time. Yes. Before I could even understand what was happening, anything like that. But one of the things you brought up to me that I was unaware of is how apparently the they played this song worldwide yes. at the same time. Yeah. That's was, pretty cool. This was a huge event. And when you stick with the documentary, you will see at the very end how big of a deal this was when worldwide it was played at the same time everywhere and you just i mean so many people around the world All right. were just invested and into this song so you've been looking forward to this documentary dropping again you've been all over it you've been so excited yes because this was this was definitely my era very emotionally invested in every artist that was there so i now need i think we all need Tiff's movie review. How was it? And so give us, you know, give us your thoughts. And then I need you to give it a, a grade on a scale of one to ten. One being the worst. Okay. Ten being the best. See, this is, it's going to be a very different movie if you were there and this was your time period. Or if you aren't as familiar or emotionally bonded with these artists. It's going to be a very different experience. The grade if you were there and experienced it, I'm going to have to give it an eight. It was fascinating to see. Okay. All of the drama that was happening behind the scenes. And it's really cool to see footage that we've never seen before. But if you're not really familiar with these artists, I could see it might drag a little bit. 
and it might be slow in some spots. You might not even stick with it in some spots. So if you've, if this was before your time, I'm going to give it a six or a seven. It might not be as compelling for you. Okay, a six or a seven. Yes. Okay. Um, would you like to take a guess? Because as you know, we do Rotten Reviews every Friday. Right. The Rotten Tomato score is out for this documentary. Ooh. Would you like to take a guess? Okay. Now, this is critics or audience? This is, this is the tomato meter. And that's the audience, that, right? Yes. That's actual people and not critics. I will say this. The tomato meter score and the audience score are both the same. Exactly okay. the same. Okay. Interesting. Um, I'm going to say that they give it 65%. 65%. Is that your final answer? Yes. 95%. Wow. On the tomato meter score. See, I was thinking that maybe if you're not invested, it might not be as compelling, but you may want to watch it, Kyle. Okay, Boomer. (laughs) <laughs> does not that, a boomer. Does that fit? Does that fit here? No, no, I, I, no. I, I think I might. I, I'm interested in stuff Gen like X. that. So. Gen, Gen X. Gen X. Okay. Yes. The silent generation. Okay, forgotten child. <laughs> Stop. The Q Morning Crew on Q108.